Hey guys, welcome back to the Moms Can Relate podcast, a platform for mothers to share their exciting and dynamic journey of motherhood. My name is Debbie Bisoon. Welcome back to the platform. Thank you for stopping to listen or if you're driving or whatever you're doing. Thank you for spending time to listen to this podcast. This week's episode, I am very excited about it because I'm talking to a fellow supermom. Supermom because I believe once you're able to manage more than one children, you are a supermom, okay? Because I'm still trying to figure this out with one child. So if you have more than one, for me, you are a supermom. And as Jamaicans would say, big up yourself. So, Kalila Reynolds, guys, I know when I say this name, for most of you, you may not be unfamiliar with that name because she is such a powerhouse. She is a journalist in Jamaica with specialization in the financial industry. She has been offering us insight. She has been working it down in understandable terms, the ways in which we can build wealth for ourselves and for our families. She's been talking to all the major players in the financial industry and getting them to explain even further about how this really works, about all the new and exciting products and offers that are coming onto the market and actually telling us how we can capitalize on it. While doing all of this, she is a mom to three kids now. Three kids now. And I say now because when we recorded this episode, she was mom of two expecting the third baby on the way. Now, the third baby is here actually and she actually gave birth within days of the recording of this episode. So with this episode, she was able to get into details about how the pregnancies differed and what you know that experience was like for her. She is a mom of two and now a baby boy. Her first and only. And I did ask her if she's going for more. Well, without further ado, please enjoy. Okay, so Kalila, mm-hmm. welcome to the Moms Can Relate podcast. I've been trying to get through to you. Well, let me say, I have you I've had you in my mind now for a while to do the interview with you. I think the last time was um I would book up on a flight coming in. Yes, <laughs> I remember you had Sai with you. And Sai, and at that time you had you had your baby girl as yeah. well, and your big girl mm-hmm. as well. So I was like, you know, I really should do an interview with Kalila because I have one child and I'm over here dying and waiting for this flight to reach. And we, ha- we had a delay. Mm-hmm. You remember yes. that we had like an hour delay? Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. Then when Sai started crying, your baby girl started crying. <laughs> it was an exchange of crying and then other kids around playing started crying. And it was like, oh, this is much. And then to realize, ooh, another one is on the way. Mm-hmm. What was I thinking? I mean, what were you thinking? How has it been for you, it though? It was a good idea in theory. <laughs> So let me get this straight. You planned for it? You yeah. planned really? Mm-hmm. You just said, okay, you know what? Two isn't enough is not enough. Let's go for three. Well, because the older one is so much older, she's 17. Oh, okay. And so the baby now is 21 months, so she's almost two. And after we had even before we had her, I said I just wanted to do bam bam done. Gotcha. Just okay. have one, two, and have them close in proximity and then Lock shop after that. Lock shop after that, which you're going to do after this. You're going to definitely tie off? Yes, or? this is the, no, I'm not, not tying off, but this is the last one. How are you going to be so sure, though, if Birth you don't control, like my dear. Well, that's true. It worked for <laughs> It worked for the 16 years between the two. Yeah, 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 that's true. Okay, well, how has it been, though, for you? How, how has the pregnancies deferred? Oh, this one is taking a lot more on my body, mm-hmm. a much bigger toll. Like, the first one, I was 19, Okay. So I was up and at him. I was in college. 
everybody told me when I got pregnant that I should take a like a leave of absence from school. Mm -hmm. I'm like, no, this will be a breeze. Mm. In hindsight, I probably should have taken the time off. Not because it was difficult. It was a fairly easy pregnancy. But anything could have happened, you know. Older me is now more wary of things that could go wrong and things that could happen. Younger me was a lot more naive mm -hmm. and just gung-ho. So school ended on December 24, Christmas Eve. I had exams up to Christmas Eve. And Alexa was born January 7. Wow. <laughs> So that could have gone very differently. It could have. Hello. Mm -hmm. <laughs> she was due like the 15th of January. She came in a week early. Oh, my God. It could have gone very differently. Fortunately, it didn't. And that was that. Nerissi now. I was up in the gym with Nerissi, remember? Yeah, I remember you were <laughs> working out. I was working out up to like eight months pregnant. I was, you know, up and You were the gym mom, yeah. I was the gym mom. This one, Nope. Yeah. I went out once. I did like a walk once with Nerisi <laughs> in her stroller. And I was like, the jogging stroller. Yeah. I was jogging and, and that was it. I haven't done anything since I've been pregnant. Oh, my God. Because I know you, you used to, well, I used to see you on Mountain Spring when we were all trying to, you know, get back in shape, the snapback business. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, it, it's, I, I can only imagine what the third pregnancy is like. Has it, has it? Uh, changed you as an individual? Do you find that you're more mature or do you have a, next, a, a different perception of the world now that you're in your third pregnancy? Huh, that's a good question. I don't know. Well, what was different with this pregnancy is that I'd, you know, I start, I launched my business mm -hmm. at the same time. Mm -hmm. And so I just had all of that going on, didn't have time to work out. And then early in the pregnancy to my doctor put me on pelvic rest. And that's why I stopped working out initially. Mm -hmm. I came off technically off pelvic rest. But, you know, once working out is a thing that it's a rhythm. And once you break the rhythm, it's really hard to, to get Trust, back in that groove. Honey, let me and tell I just you. never got back in the groove. <laughs> and, and then the business started taking over mm -hmm. and my mind was there. That just took completely all of my time and then some. And so my mind right now is in a much different space than it was two years ago when I had Nerisi. Yeah. So you mentioned the launch of the business and I was about to, because I, I had a reciting title for you um, coming coming here. I was like, I'm going to call her the, 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 the boss mom because <laughs> she has managed to, to launch her company and is now expecting her third child and being a mother to her, you know, her youngest child, um, you know, and her big and daughter and, you Don't know, being a wife. Those teens are not easy. Yeah, exactly. Those <laughs> teens, trust me, when I had Nerisi, people were like, Oh, is the baby keeping you up at night? Like, the baby sleeps like a baby. The teenager keeps me up at night. <laughs> <laughs> so the question is, how are you balancing it all? Like, without losing balance, your mind. <laughs> is yeah. there such a thing as balance? Okay, let me say, how are you finding your rhythm? <laughs> it's time management. Yeah. I really just have to cut a lot of unnecessary things. The stuff that I would do to procrastinate, like watching TV. I very rarely watch TV anymore. Mm -hmm. There's just no time for it. Yeah. Or, you know, just simple little things that I used to spend time on that aren't productive. Mm -hmm. I just don't do them anymore because there's no time. Yeah. Okay. And, and, and do you still find time to, you know, pamper you? Like, you know, the things that you enjoy? I did my nails yesterday. Hey, I got my toes come done. Through. Yep. <laughs> got a mani-pedi. Oh, look at you. Let's just swallow <laughs> 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 No, right? 
Yes. Yeah, so, so okay. So you're still finding some time yeah. to come for yourself. Yeah, I kind of have to steal the time, but yeah. I take it. I I need it. Yeah, but mothers who are you know we get pregnant while we're hard at work. It it sometimes is really, and I'm very happy you, you touched on the point that works for you, which is just to schedule your time properly. Um, do you have any other advice for mothers who you know we want to be everything? We want to be the boss mom. We want to be the the boss wife. We want to be the boss of ourselves and our dreams and our goals and aspirations. You had what four shows running simultaneously? <laughs> I even know how many. <laughs> yeah, you had, the radio you had show. Money Matters. You had it. There's Money Mondays. Money Mondays. Money Moves. Mm-hmm. Taking Stock. What's in it for me? Those are the social media ones. And right. then I have Nationwide this morning. Every morning. Which is every day. Because I, I listen to From it sometimes, don't I? I do. Because if I'm driving with side in the morning, sometimes I will listen if I want to hear what's happening in the world. You know, and I'm like, how in God's heaven and earth does Kalila get up every morning and do this? Because I could not I don't I don't know I don't I'm not the perfect morning person at all I wasn't originally a morning person you know but when you your job is in morning radio you make it work of course you figure it out the same thing when I was in Belize because I'm from Belize Mm -hmm. originally I was never a morning person but my first job opportunity came in morning radio yeah and you adjust yeah. You adjust because that's where your income is going to come from. You just have to mentally adjust to it. Is it the same kind of adjusting with a, a mother who would get pregnant while she's at work, you know, and trying to figure it all out? Is it the same advice that you give? Just just figure it out while you go along and there's no right or wrong way to it? Yeah, your yeah. body your body will adjust to the rhythm. You just go to bed earlier yeah. or you take naps during the day if you can. Now I don't have the luxury of taking naps during mm-hmm. the day because when I get home in the evening or the afternoon... Baby is there to greet me, and she wants to play. So I just go to bed early, like 8.30, 9 o'clock. Yesterday, I went to bed at 6.30 p.m. Yeah. How have they rallied around you, though? Your they kids, who? yeah. Your kids, yeah. The big one, little one, you know. The big one took some time. third sibling. She, Alexa took some time when Reese was coming along. Like, she just, you know, teenagers are absorbed in their own lives. Yeah. Teenagers have so much going on with themselves. And so for her, she didn't really show much interest in the baby at first. But now she and Reese are besties. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Reese is always knocking on her door. Alexa, open the door. <laughs> they go out for walks in the evening with the dog. Yeah. They, they love each other, man. And yeah. then now for this third one, Reese, I don't know if she fully understands the concept yet. I've been trying to explain to what her. What have you told her? Okay, so I told her. <laughs> I say, you see mommy's big belly, baby Ryan is in there. And she'll come and she'll kiss my belly. Mm -hmm. She'll play with the belly. She'll touch the belly. But I still don't know that she understands what's going on. So recently I've started telling her, baby Ryan is coming out soon. Mm -hmm. He's coming out of mommy's belly. And she gives me like this odd look. So I'm not sure that she gets it yet, but... She kind of probably figures something is mm-hmm. is going on. Yeah, how do you how do you manage the personalities of, uh, and as well just just trying to to figure out you know uh, what works for parenting and mothering for a teenager and then for a two year old and you know and now pre- preparing for your first boy, you know what kind of mental preparedness do you carry yourself through to handle all of those obligations? You're asking me that question. Yes, I am. <laughs> because you you have a teenager, you have a two year old parenting for both girls. Girl, it's two different things, I'm sure. You can't parent them the same way. Yeah. Yeah. I'd like you to do some research and come back and give me that answer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm asking what works for you now. You know, like what what do you have to do now? Well, now it yeah. helps that Alexa is really 
really into it. Okay, good. The old, that's the older one who's just turned 17. Yeah. So having a 17-year-old is a huge help in having a toddler and then now a baby coming along. Mm -hmm. And my in-laws are a huge help as well because my parents don't live here. My parents are in Belize. Mm -hmm. But Rich's parents are here, and they're literally at my house every day. I can't imagine. Which is another discussion, <laughs> probably for off-air. Hey, hey. But they're a great help. Of course, yeah. <laughs> they're, yeah. they're a tremendous help. And and like I said, it's really good having, you know, Alexa's participation. And, you know, I can just call on her and say, you know, watch the baby for a few minutes or even up to an hour yeah. or however long. If she's not busy, because teenagers can be oh, busy. Oh, yeah, they have a schedule, They too, have their apparently. own work. Yeah. She has Kate coming up and all that good stuff. So if I can convince her, <laughs> sometimes I just order her. Mm -hmm. You know, <laughs> you can just tell them, all right, I have a million things to do. If I can do them, you can take an hour and watch the baby. Yeah. And you figure it out. But she's been very helpful, and I'm, I'm grateful for that. Yeah. Um, the, the, with her... Is she the kind of sister that is going to be cleaning pampers or, you know, reluctantly, helping, reluctantly <laughs> bathing baby sister? Okay, okay. And um, if, I, if I like when I tell her you have to watch the baby for an hour, yeah, she will come and bring the, with the baby poops. She'll come and bring the baby to, to you me to and change say, it. And I'm like, no, no, no. Yeah, you're yeah. you're watching the baby for an hour. Big that means mode. if she poops, you have to change her. Oh. You can't come bring her to me. No, that's not part of the arrangement. Yeah. <laughs> have you? Ha, what have you prepared yourself uh, for in terms of having now a boy? Because you have two girls and now you're having a boy. So, so. my girls are nice and calm. Mm -hmm. They're lovely young ladies. Nerisi, well, she has. she's energetic. It's funny I say energetic and calm in she's the same sentence. She's a Jamaican called Prime too. She's very, very prime. Oh, yes. <laughs> and call her baby genius. Yes. <laughs> she's so smart. <laughs> And, you know, she loves to, like, a toddler run up and down the place. But I know what baby boys can be like. Honey, let me tell you. I have a younger brother who oh I used to God. call the terrorist. <laughs> oh, my God. My brother is four and a half years younger than I am. And from all accounts, my husband was the same way when he was a oh child. Lord. He was one of those <laughs> terrorist types oh as well. Mercy hyperactive, climbing up on the wall. Mm. And so mentally I'm thinking, oh my God, I don't know. If, is it really all boys that are like this? Is there a possibility that my boy will be nice and sweet like my two girls? I don't know. So so that's where I am mentally in trying to prepare for, for <laughs> baby Ryan. Mm. Yeah, you know, I have a two-year-old boy and trust me, it's everything that I've read about, I've heard people talk about, about it tools and being a boy hmm. without saying everything okay okay <laughs> trust me it, it has he'll not be been angel. the easiest he'll yeah be he'll sweet. be he'll speak it into being you know mm -hmm. he just he'll, he'll be sweet and angelic what kind of mommy are Look, you he's he's big though yeah like i could and you asked me earlier how the difference in the pregnancy yeah this one mash up my body really <laughs> my, my my um my father-in-law told me that from early on you know from when I had to be on pelvic rest for mm -hmm. that time, he said, it's because it's the boy picnic, you know? And we didn't even know it was a boy yet. Wow. He said, boy picnic is trouble, you know? <laughs> yeah. They, they... And this one mash up my body. Like, you wouldn't tell from Instagram. So that's why when people keep, hey, com so good people and keep commenting, people keep commenting, though. oh, you make pregnancy look easy. You I'm do. Like, your, your hair is my eyes, beautiful. Like, and even it has even grown even more. Thank your skin you very is much. gorgeous. It's going to go right after the baby. <laughs> you know, the postpartum shedding. Honey, hey. You that's know all the shedding. <laughs> <laughs> no, 
how that is. I was asking you earlier, though, what kind of mommy are you? Can you describe the kind of mother you are? Are you like a strict mom or do you find a nice in between, between mom, between strict and soft? I try to be strict. I don't think I'm strict at all. I, I think Richie will say I'm soft. <laughs> <laughs> so he's the disciplinarian. He's more. become the disciplinarian. Oh, yes. He's, an, he's the enforcer for yeah. sure. Like, for example, with Nurisu, and she was much, much, much younger, like a newborn. Uh, maybe like as soon as she could sit up, how, how old was that? Like three months, four yeah. months mm-hmm. old. She, we took a picture of her watching TV, watching like little little baby bum mm-hmm. on TV, and I had posted it. Next time we took her to the pediatrician, the pediatrician said, you know, it's recommended no screen time before age two. Mm. And we're like, oh. Too late. We didn't know that. <laughs> so, well, we, Richie and I agreed that, okay, fine, no screen time before age two, which also meant that we can't watch any TV mm-hmm. in front of her. Mm-hmm. So that altered our television viewing habits. It means that you can't come home anymore and just plop down on the sofa and turn on the TV Mm -hmm. and watch what you want to watch. It means, so it doesn't just apply to her not watching cartoons and shows and stuff. It applies to us too. And part of the reason for that is that it encourages conversation in the home. Mm -hmm. So not watching TV and not having the television on encourages us to speak to each other more, mm-hmm. it encourages us to interact with her more. And I think that enforcement of that rule is part of the reason she's baby genius now. She's so talkative. She's so well-developed. She, she's, at 21 months, she's speaking full sentences and paragraphs. She's like really, really That's bright. That's amazing. Yeah. So it was really hard in the beginning to enforce for me because I want to watch my shows. And I'd be in the middle of watching my show and Richie would come home and turn off the TV. Mm-hmm. And I would get upset. But he's enforcing, yeah? And eventually, you know, I had to come around and it is what it is. We still we kind of bend the rules somewhat now because she's discovered YouTube and the cell phone. So once she gets a hold of your cell phone, <clears throat> she knows exactly how to find YouTube. Oh, yeah. And getting it away from her can be a... Problematic, at, yes. Yeah, the crying <laughs> starts. So. Oh, yeah. So sometimes we just, you know, let her have a few minutes and whatnot. But mm-hmm. but he he enforces yeah. for sure. Sometimes where I would want to give in and say, you know, let her do this and let her do that. Yeah. He he enforces strictly. Yeah. You you developed because we knew you for, for for news and such, but there was a development of interest in the area of finance. Where did that mm-hmm. come from? You know, it was always there. It just was always interesting to me. Yeah. Um, I started doing journalism. Especially because a lot of a few other journalists are interested in the space, mm-hmm. and the stories are there to be written. Nobody wants to do them, mm-hmm. and so I kind of end up doing them by default because mm-hmm. they need to be done. I when I was in Belize, I was a news editor at my radio station, and so because nobody else wants to do them or is capable of doing them, somebody has to do it. So I ended up writing those types of stories. And then the interest just continued here in Jamaica. I genuinely find it interesting. Mm-hmm. How has how has the, the, the interest, though, benefited the, your children? Are they interested in the IPO conversation, especially a big girl as well, that mm-hmm. she wants to buy the stocks? And, <laughs> yeah. I've been telling her about it. I've been telling her to watch my programs. I don't think she watches, <laughs> though. <laughs> 
because I'm still mom, mm-hmm. and you know, I don't even think Sasha and Malia think Barack and Michelle are cool. Yeah. You know yeah. how that is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's still mom and dad. Mm-hmm. So I've been telling her, she's, she'll come back and she says, oh, my friends watch your show. My friend says this and my friend says that. I'm like, did you see it? Uh, no, <laughs> I didn't watch it. Oh my gosh. But I think somewhere subconsciously there is some influence. Mm-hmm. As much as you want to resist what your parents do and what your parents say you ought to do, mm-hmm. there is subconsciously some influence. For example, she's taking entrepreneurship. Mm, all right. Well, there we go. I kind of forced her to take accounting yeah. at CSEC level, but at least she's continued with the business studies. And I mm-hmm. think I think there is some interest there. And eventually, even yeah. though she might not want to admit it, it would rub off. Yeah, yeah. I, I, had a, I had a very interesting relationship with my mother up until when I got pregnant with Sai, because at that point, I started to appreciate her even more. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, I remember one day calling her and telling her, Mommy, I thank you so much for everything that you've done, and I'm so sorry for all the pain <laughs> that I've brought to your life because this is so hard. Um, but your mommy being away in Belize, mm-hmm. how, how, how has that been for you? Or have you gotten really used to, you know, that kind of thing where she, you, you guys still have a good relationship and she pops in when yeah, she can? Yeah, we have a great relationship. So she they visit like once a year, mm-hmm. or, or I visit. One of us visits the other once a year and we speak weekly we video chat weekly on nice. the phone Risa knows how to do it now oh, in the okay. evening she'll say call gran <laughs> and she'll take my phone and she finds the, her face my mom's face and she'll press the button and call gran and we have a nice little chat and we talk for hours Yeah, usually on a Sunday evening that's our designated us time mm-hmm. and we'll you know get everything out we ask how's this one how's that one mm-hmm. how's school how's work has it brought it brought you guys closer together? Much closer, yeah. 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 And does she give like advice like don't do this or you shouldn't do that or you must do this? And... <laughs> Not in that way. Okay. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not speaking like a Jamaican mom. <laughs> I'm sure you guys are way calmer, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. well, it depends on who my mom is not like that though. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, with the new with the new baby coming in, um, how are you preparing, though, for the change in your life to now have a added responsibility in between that and work and everything else? Have you made any adjustments? Or are, you, are you foreseeing any big adjustments to come? There will have to be. Yeah. I just don't know. <laughs> like I said, it seemed like a good idea at the time. <laughs> <laughs> your husband loves it, I'm sure, especially because he's getting his boy, right? Well, he didn't have any preference. Yeah, okay. Yeah. People don't believe it when we say that he didn't have any preference, but he, he genuinely didn't. I believe him when he says he didn't have a preference. Yeah. He's a great dad. Yeah. How am I mentally preparing? I don't know. I just, I really don't One know. One day at a time, sweet Jesus. <laughs> yeah, cross that bridge when we get there, pretty <laughs> I get much. You. I get you. So every, so you're going to have three persons down with the host uh, who are born in February, mm-hmm. Aquarians. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, your daughter, what month is she born? January. January. Is the dynamics different? The older one, you mean? The yeah. older one is the January. The baby is April. Oh, yeah, yeah. She's April... The third. Oh, yeah. Size April 20. Yeah, but is the dynamics... You know, it's so funny <laughs> that I remember Alexa's birthday easily. I remember her exact weight at birth. You do? Seven, seven pounds, 2.2 ounces. I can't remember Nerissa's birthday. Oh birthday. As we her birthday, that's why I had to like. I think it's, it's the April. third. <laughs> it's April. 
Don't the worry. Third or the fourth. Don't yeah, feel it's bad a about third. it. Don't feel bad about it at all. Are there any are there any issues, uh, especially in Jamaica, because you're going to be having a baby in Jamaica, um, you know, for mothers that you've cited that we, you know, even from a policy level should pay more attention to? From a policy level? Yeah, from a policy level regarding how we treat our mothers. Oh boy, am I on Miss Universe now? No, <laughs> Come no with it's a hard question. I'm coming with that question because I know you have. You know, you're a news person who has to report every day on, on yeah. matters of, you know. Yeah. yeah, I'm used to asking these kind of questions. Hey, okay, this is the last one, I promise. That's it. <laughs> on a policy level, I, I wish there'd be more support for early childhood education. Mm-hmm. I wish that would be mandatory. And I know that a lot of people are going to say, well, we can't necessarily afford it. But waiting till age six. Or age five mm-hmm. to be starting school just really misses all those formative years. Girl, all these you years where, where the children are just like sponges, like I tell you. Nerese is not even two yet, mm-hmm. and she's learned this plethora of things. Her language development is just up there. It's like I call it language explosion. All the things that she knows her number, she knows her alphabet, she knows all these songs. And you're telling me that. You're not supposed to start school until age six. So what do you do between now and that time? Age six, they're already, their minds have already been shaped, have already been formed. So I wish there would be, you know, mandatory, free, early childhood education. <laughs> I love that part. Exactly. Yeah. Mandatory, free, early childhood education. They need to start from two and a half. Yeah. Have you found a name already? A name? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ryan, I said it. Oh, you did? R-I-O-N. Yeah. Ryan, okay. Yeah. Ryan Reynolds. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so nice. R-I-O-N, baby and, Ryan. And do you have any hopes, like, if he comes uh, looking like you more or daddy more? Or? Well, neither, given that neither of my children looks like me. <laughs> really? <laughs> I would hope. I think your big girl resembles you a little bit, though. If you see her dad, you'll say she looks nothing like me. Okay. People say that until they see what her dad looks like. And mm-hmm. they're like, okay, fine. <laughs> You didn't have any genes <laughs> in that pool. <laughs> All the two look just like their dads. And let me give you a heads up as well. The, the boys, they love their mummies a lot. Like, mm-hmm. if you think a girl loves you, wait until you get your boy. Like, he's going to be all over you every day, uh, all day. Hopefully, he looks like me. Hopefully, yeah. my genes pass through somewhere. And, <laughs> you get but good I keep here. Say, I keep saying to that, when Nerissa gets older, she'll look like me. Yeah. That's my hope. Because when I was a baby, I looked like my dad, and now I look exactly like my mom. So, mm. so looks change. Yeah, it could happen. Okay. Have you? I should have asked you this about natural birth and C-section, though. Did you have a C-section at all? No, natural birth. All the way. Okay. For, and with for both, and then this one, they were telling me that he's really big, mm-hmm. and it might. I might need to do a C-section, mm-hmm. but I did the ultrasound uh, earlier this week, and they told me no, he's just tall because daddy's very oh, tall. Daddy's okay. six four. Oi. Yeah. Yeah. So I know that's why my body mush up this way. <laughs> I you, didn't feel these have aches long and pains. labors or your labor time is first baby, 12 hours labor. Oi. Second baby, 3 hours labor. Well, hopefully this one is an hour. Last baby, <laughs> Nerisi birthed herself. What do you mean? I didn't even push. How? I didn't know that was possible. What do you mean? <laughs> I'm looking at you right now like, what do you mean? I didn't she, know that was possible. She didn't push. As in she, I she, didn't push. She came out on her own. I kid you not. Okay. So around 4 a.m. I started feeling contractions. Mm-hmm. I started logging them. By 5 a.m. I said, Richie, this is it. Let's go. Got to the hospital around 6, 7 a.m. She was born. The doctor wasn't even there yet. 
the anesthetist. The doctor wasn't there? The, the anesthetist was in the parking lot. <laughs> so <laughs> so I was, <laughs> didn't even get my drugs yet. She was in the parking lot coming up to give me the, the, the epidural. Yeah. And baby just came. And I felt these and huge. You didn't push? I felt these huge contractions. And Richie happens to be a medical doctor too, yeah. and he was in the room with me. And I said, "She's coming. I feel her coming out. Should I push?" He said, "Don't push." I said, "Well, she's coming anyway." Oh my god! And she came right out. And you didn't push at all. I did not push, not once. I just felt this. Did you have a nut? Do you have a um, no? I had a C section because he was breached. Yeah. Oh, yeah, his legs were in my breast. I can't panel. even describe what it feels like. That sounds almost mystical to me. It sounds it sounds like nature took care of the whole situation. Yeah, much. Like, because with Alexa, I was well drugged up. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, give me my epidural, give me my drugs. Mm-hmm. I had my drugs throughout, barely felt a thing. And it was painful with her coming out on her it own. Was, yeah, I felt something. You felt, <laughs> you <mean>? no. <laughs> Oh, you mean with Narisi? Yeah, Narisi, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if it was painful. Yeah, because if she's coming if out on her own. Yeah. It was, it feels like somebody is literally ripping open your body. Oh, my God. Which is exactly what's happening. A baby is ripping yeah. open your body. Like, if you can even imagine what that feels like, it feels like somebody is ripping your body in two and pulling something out of your body, which is exactly what is happening. It is Painful. Yes. She came up before the doctor was upstairs. So by the time the doctors came, she was already out. She was already born. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Richie basically delivered her. Oh, my God. Fortunately, he was in the room yes. with me. And the nurse. Yes. The nurse came and they were telling me to to open my legs to move over. Because I was on the side, on, on the bed, lying on my side. Mm-hmm. And the nurse is like, you need to go on your back and open your legs. I'm like, I can't. I had no zero energy mm. like this process that was happening mm-hmm. just took all of my energy i wow. literally couldn't move they had to move me wow another superhero story here hey thank you <laughs> <laughs> super mom so i'm calling see. you the super boss mom so let's see what this one does because i went i had my doctor's appointment on on monday and my husband asked me did i bring up um the issue of the anesthetist mm-hmm. with the doctor I'm like, you know, I even forgot about that <laughs> because, you know, Reese born herself and I didn't use any drugs and now I feel like, hey, I can do it again. Oh <laughs> and he just gave me this bewildered look no, like... No, you don't want to do that He gave again. me this look like, yeah, right. Yeah, when no. the time comes, you'll regret exactly. it. Exactly, <laughs> exactly, exactly. Thanks again, Kalila. Thank you so much for joining us right here on Moms Can Relate and thank you for listening. Thanks, Debbie.